You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Players compete to earn the most stars in a series of minigames over three rounds. This is a roll and write game, meaning players will write on the game components using dry erase markers. Each turn, one player rolls two dice. All players use the results of that on their realm cards to generate resources and earn stars. Welcome to Tabletop Arcano. This is Justin, and today I'm bringing you a review of Rolling Realms, the newest game from Stonemeyer Games. This is a officially one to six players with a single box, but with multiple copies can essentially keep on going until you have no more space or can be played virtually. So there's really no upper limit to the number of players you have with this one. Likewise, uh, it comes out as an MSRP of $20. Quite frankly, it was a delightful surprise and a shiny beacon of the 2020 pandemic year as through self-isolation, the designer Jamie had wanted to create a scalable roll-and-write game that can be taught or played with anyone around the world. Things like Facebook Live or video conferences or Hangouts or Discord or whatever you have to connect to other people around the world. For the most part, a lot of roll-and-write games are very good at this. Since Stonemeyer doesn't have a roll-and-write of their own, he decided to create one out of this, and most of it was actually created through his Facebook Live events. So you can actually go back and actually watch some of this. One fun thing about it, and one of the things that I've enjoyed about Stonemeyer Games, is there is always fun Easter eggs and tidbits hidden and nested into the art and things. So in my first impressions, uh, Rolling Realms has this wonderful, like, concophony of all the different worlds that Stonemeyer Games has, and... The whole idea of Rolling Realms is the fact that all the minigames are actually based off of some of the thematic mechanics behind all of the 11 games from Stonemeyer. So there's 11 different realms to play through. You play through nine in a game, and by doing so, you'll draw three for each round, and each one represents one game within the Stonemeyer library. Now, it's also been pointed out that this is something that can be very easily expanded upon, or possibly even included in future releases from Stonemeyer. let's talk about the good things that Rolling Realms does. Rolling Realms has a very compact footprint. The cards themselves are no larger than tarot cards. You only really need three out at a time, plus two more for your own scoring and tracking, which could be scratch paper if you really need it to be. And they're dry erase laminated cards, so you actually are writing right on them and erasing right off of them. Uh, it does come with enough markers and racers and cards to support up to six players in a box. Plus it comes with two very large chunky dice that have hexagons, a staple of Stonemeyer games, uh, as pips, which I thought was a delightful thing. But they're on the larger side, so a whole table can actually read them pretty easily. Or in a case of a video conference... They're not tiny dice, and you can actually count pips pretty easily, even on a video stream. The one thing I think it does well is it keeps offering you choices. Very early on, there's a lot of deviation that can happen. Everyone's playing the same three realms in a multiplayer game. So if you have Scythe, Wingspan, 
and Between Two Cities out, everybody's playing with those same three realms at the same time. However, which two you use each turn will dictate a lot of things, and then the faces of the dice that are rolled are what's used to activate those cards. So you have a lot of variation very early on. I did enjoy seeing the fact that the replayability is very high, mainly because you're dealing out of three random cards out of a deck of 11 for your first round. So you will see nine out of 11 cards every game, but what combinations they come up as will be varied immensely. Likewise, how they interact with each other, depending on which ones are active at the time, is very puzzly to figure out. And what your optimal play might be will change depending on what cards are, or what realms are active for you. Overall, Realm, Rolling Realms it does a lot of good things for it. Uh, one thing it does set apart from other role right games is that flexibility in the types of mini games you're playing. The solo mode is actually a mini golf game, so you go through 18 holes of predetermined uh, setups and rules alterations if you want to play solo. Rolling Realms does have a couple opportunities in it, and the first one is there's a bit of a learning curve with each realm. Once you've seen them all and kind of understand the combinations of what they do, that is definitely useful. But your first game or two with each realm is, and seeing the different combinations and how they behave is going to set yourself apart from someone who's played the game a, a bunch of times to someone who's brand new to it. Um, takes a little bit more explaining than most roll and write games, in my opinion. And while the resources are very thematic to Stonemeyer games, they allow you to do some manipulation of the dice and cards, which is very important in roll and write games, is to be able to do edit your luck a little bit. Some seemed more powerful than others as I played through the game. Likewise, the rule set was not very ideally clear on how to spend the resources effectively, or in such a way that you can send more than one resource to affect a die roll and when to possibly pull it out. It's not the end of the world. Once you understand some of it, it makes a lot more sense. Um, and seeing an action definitely helps. But there are definitely a couple points that could have been a little bit clearer. Um, and maybe the powers balance in a better way where I found myself using two of the three rather than all three types of resources. Uh, my other issue is a very minor one. And it really just boils down to the fact that it comes with a little felt eraser cutouts, which in all games I've seen these in always get gunked up and become less and less effective as time goes on. Uh, likewise, the pens themselves will probably need to be replaced at some point. With the types of realms you're going to want, you're going to want to make sure you replace those with fine point black and not a chisel tip dry erase marker. Since the realms and cards are on the smaller side, you'll need a little bit more precise marking when writing on them. Overall, very minor complaints on this. I overall really do love Rolling Realms. It's a fantastic game, and I think it's a perfect roll and write for families and fans of Stonemaier games. If you like Easter egg games and you like a lot of Stonemaier games, you probably have already heard about this and looked at it. But if you're just a casual fan of maybe one or two of the Stonemaier family, then this may be a new addition that will get you interested in some of the other games in their line. If you are fans of Roll and Write games, you will definitely like this one. If you are 
not keen on a lot of high luck. Roll and write games tend to have a lot of those, so those may not be the ideal choice for you, and this one is definitely a step above that entry-level uh, roll and write game, but not in a bad way. Just may not be the first one I'd recommend for a roll and write. The $20 MSRP price tag is pretty average, and I would say it is for the quality of the cards, the dice, and the box, and storage for Rolling Realms. I think it hits just right at the right spot. Most Rolling Right games are that 15 to 20 in most categories, so while it's a little bit on the higher end of average Rolling Right games, I believe uh, the component quality and the expandability that this game will have uh, as new worlds are created for Stonemaier games will be one of those potentially infinitely rewarding purchases for yourself. This has been Tabletop Arcanum's review of Rolling Realms from Stonemaier Games. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you haven't, make sure you follow us on our social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure to like, subscribe, and get those notifications from those platforms. And leave us a comment as we always enjoy seeing and hearing from you. As always, thank you and happy gaming. to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.